0: You niggas are mad because y'all can't sell your bodies and get paid for it, and you're mad about it.
1: Like, not a TV show, like they're stranded. Like, so they can't scary.
0: get
1: out I, 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 I said, I um, Kendrick, for this. So you feel yeah, me? I've, I've watched it. Inspiration, the watched let's get it.
0: And I know it's I'm so
2: now, I just, to a homie, they they Shout out to,
0: out
2: to the fans. They went on Twitter and essentially saved it. Netflix is bringing back a final season. So shout out to shout out to the people. Was it canceled? It wasn't like uh, fourth uh, season wasn't renewed yet. I guess so. I feel
1: like that was for a reason then.
2: Nah, yeah. man. It's I think it's one of those things like the, the I don't know, like coming out of the pandemic, people. I don't know. The show had been cool. out for a while. Cool. I never heard of it.
1: To be to be fair, Netflix is good for like canceling a show that was fine or was good. And just like, you know what? We're not gonna bring it back. It's just over. And you're just like, wait, the show is good. What are you doing? No, like, no, no, no. no
2: Netflix networks, will do that. No, no, networks are bad for canceling good shows,
1: and then Netflix will save them. No, ne- Netflix canceled uh, there was one show they canceled. I can't remember what it was. But they did cancel. People were like, down. Yeah, the Get Down. Right? Like, people loved that show, but it was too cold. So, they
0: do the
2: opposite with network shows. Whenever there's a good, decent network show, people, it'll show up on Netflix and they'll show it's trending number one, which Manifest was. And then, you know, hashtag Save Manifest. And then all of a sudden, Netflix brought it back from NBC. So, shout out to them. Shout out to y'all listening. The oh, podcast okay. already started. Yeah, uh, welcome to KTSF episode 6 We you know we just kick it.
0: Can we um, say Candy Man real quick to see if y'all no, know?
2: no so you and, and nobody cheats? Nobody, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure other people have tried that, man. I don't know if that's how that works. I
0: tried it, I said it five times. <laughs> I am still he's not here.
2: So, if you listen to the podcast, it probably shouldn't surprise you. I've never seen the movie Candyman.
0: Me neither, so. and I don't plan on it. I just wanted to see – I want him to show up.
2: I mean, I've never seen the original one.
0: Me neither. I don't plan
2: – Same. Yeah, I don't I don't watch movies. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Manifest is interesting. It's – yeah, there's a lot of wild stuff that goes on. But, anywho, that's neither here nor there. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We have uh, – damn. Shout out to He's not here. Shout out to El Chapa. She's not here. But Marcus <laughs> Sniffles and Ann Rev have graced us or graced y'all with their presence. How's y'all's week, man?
1: Yeah, it's been pretty wow. good, y'all. I'm always here. Just uh just the timeline is, is doing that weird thing when uh highly anticipated music drops are doing that weird thing where they're pushing their agendas. So I'm just kind of. Ooh, navigating through
2: that music, I left that off the list. Yikes! Good old Kendrick. Let me put him back on there. Um, oh, are we
0: gonna um, unite against our common enemy, Aubrey?
2: Bingo. Uh, possibly, possibly. Bingo. Are you the- yes. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the jazz. <laughs> shout, shout out to out. the gang. Smoking <laughs> on that jazz pack. Yay!
0: And is a Ooh, city girl. Jazz.
2: Oh man, uh So where are we where are we gonna start at? Where are we gonna start at? Uh, you know what? We're gonna start with the pack watch. The pack watch is still packing. I don't care. Shout out to Ash. Fuck what you want on Twitter. Shout to the podcast. uh Ashley Brandy, one of her many Twitter handles, because she deletes her page and comes back. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. The Delta variant, man, is still out here packing people up. Oh God. Left and right? I don't don't know. so. So there's a dude out here, shout out to that boy GA, was like, oh, we ain't never going to get out of the pandemic. I'm like, if only there was a a way we could get out of this, if only there was like, hmm, maybe a free vaccine that people could get, you know what I'm saying? That might help. Oh, wait, guess what? We have that. And yet people are still getting packed up. At this point, I'm just going to paraphrase these these quick stories. Um, But essentially, there was a guy that had like fucking... Uh, Gallstones, and because the hospital he was at was so filled, the ICU beds were filled with COVID patients. He had to be like medevac somewhere else. And long on the short, he died because of people who did not didn't want to get vaccinated were taking up ICU beds for other people. So just because you don't want to get vaccinated, and you want to end up in the ICU. Like other ailments don't stop. Like. There's other things that happen in the hospital besides COVID, but if you don't get vaccinated, then you're taking away hospital bed from you, your family members, your loved ones. So like, take that in consideration. Like this dude like survived two tours at Afghanistan, only to come home and die from gallstones because the ICU beds are packed up from these fucking non-vaccinated people. Like, it's embarrassing. What about what have to support the troops? I thought we love the troops. Like do it for the troops, right? That 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 whole uh, song and dance. And then there was another story of a person that had, like, they needed an ICU bed, and they were in, like, Ohio, and the nearest one that was empty was in, like, Idaho. So they they probably died, too.
1: Yeah, definitely <laughs> probably didn't make It's it.
2: not funny, but it's just, like, it's funny at this point as an American citizen, look at that, like, looking at us as a collective, like, bro, we can't do better. Like, we, we really can't do any better than this. So but. I just
0: don't think people realize, like, the ramifications of, like not being vaccinated and not having on your mask like if you pull up to the ER with like chest pains but like no uh, they're not explainable they're gonna be like oh well it's cool but you got to sit here for eight hours and god forbid your chest pains turn into like <laughs> a blood or like a heart attack, <laughs> you're gone because they don't have they're not it's not because they don't like you it's because they don't have anything to do with you
1: <laughs> there was one hospital in south florida where like a lot of the doctors in like the ICU, like doctors and nurses, just walked out. They're just like, "This is where we cannot handle all these people coming in that have caught COVID that are unvaccinated." They're just like, "You know what? We're just going to leave. This is this is is an unsafe working environment, and it doesn't have to be." And they're putting themselves at risk by being I there life like that.
0: Y'all, y'all that. Are some of y'all that are unvaccinated are not um, like taking other safety precautions? Like you like are out here, you know, drinking the same tequila bottle in the club, and then you go and kiss grandma on the cheek when you go over there for Sunday dinner. Then you don't wear a mask at work next to Johnny who be you know coughing and spitting up on the keyboard all day. Like you're not being safe, but you don't want to take the proper safety precautions. And then when you turn up with the vid you confused. And then when grandma died from the bed, you like, oh my God, how could we have prevented this? RIP granny. You can put on the mask.
1: (laughs) Unvaccinated people are living the lives that vaccinated people should be living. Like, bring back back segregation. Like, if you're unvaccinated and we go to, say, like a concert or a football game, you sit on that side. We'll stay on this side. Like, separate but equal. You just sit somewhere else. Sit with the other infected people.
0: I went to a restaurant last night and was terrified the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to eat my crab legs for real. Like I was trying to figure I out how to, to get to the my straw with my mask on. Like I was trying to like put the straw underneath my mask so I wouldn't have to <laughs> eat And then I was like, Is there a way I could eat with this mask on too? But then my mask would smell know, like crab legs instead. Like I I just want to live my life. It's been almost two years. Once I just sure. want to live. My life.
1: I'm sure these people are still doing their uh, their research, but for me, th- this is pretty much my, my thoughts on it at this point.
0: I'm not going to get the vaccine, then die. What do we do, argue with you? <laughs> I'm not on
1: the
3: debate team. This is a mock trial. Aren't you worried about the side effects? I'm worried about the disease. Well, they're tracking you through the microchip. They're tracking you through the phone you're watching this on. Get the
1: vaccine. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. <laughs> It's that simple.
0: I'm not going to argue with you, baby, but I, <laughs> I, the other side.
1: <laughs> I'm going back and forth with people about this. I, I haven't done I haven't done it in probably a couple months. Like, you don't want to get it, don't get it, but don't pretend like it's not affecting other people. That's my part. That's my issue.
2: Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, even even I hope in the future this kind of shifts the paradigm on like how Americans view like, you know, being healthy ish. Like, there's other things you can get besides COVID. Like. I had to get my fourth COVID test the other day or yesterday because I, I felt a little sick, but it just ended up being strep throat. So which is not great, <laughs> but <laughs> so <laughs> man, I had and yeah, it was just strep throat, whatever. <laughs> strep throat is also <laughs> contagious. Yes, it also, it also can fuck you up too. So. so, so you should probably wear a mask and wash your hands, right? <laughs> exactly. So now that I know somebody gave me strep throat around around the way, so I'm like, hey man, can you please put your mask over your nose? Because y'all are here spreading all kinds of diseases. I don't go anywhere. I don't leave my house. So I was not here while in the streets. But yeah, again, there's there's other things that can that can kind of make you make you sick bro but that boy trust me i don't go in there i'm not trying to get these tests because they're fun I, I don't know if you've ever had one but like the the burning sensation that you get in each side of your nostrils is not one to be forgotten quickly on top of the strep test where they stick another long device down your throat and hit both sides of your tonsils that also is not fun so yeah no, it, no, no, like nobody's trying to do this
0: yeah
2: <laughs> i don't yeah. want this like
0: gag reflex it's not for you
2: you know what? The the nurse made a joke. Or well, yeah, she made a joke about that, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. I'm gonna keep that joke to myself. But God, God bless you, people out here doing God's work. That's, that's all I will say. I have a, a newfound appreciation <laughs> yeah. for you know. Shout out to the sex workers. Um, yeah. Anywho, speaking of sex workers, let's let's start there. So, and I meant to bring this up a while ago, but like there was a big kerfuffle about OnlyFans. Talking about banning porn, but
0: <laughs> word of the day.
2: Apparently they 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 didn't.
1: Um, but it, well, it was it was sexually explicit content. So like, if you were someone who like posted like nudes, nude videos, things of that nature, that was fine. But like the actual like sex acts, they were trying to get away from that.
0: And see, I took it to mean that they were trying to get an app on the app store, and because you can't put that kind of content on the app store, they weren't gonna include it in the app content, but they were gonna keep it online. Maybe I misunderstood that. I was trying to get information from Miss Be Nasty on Twitter, but her timeline is filthy and I just could not. <laughs>
1: <up>. <laughs> yeah, the OnlyFans is fucking up, man. They were they were fucking up. Like, before but like when they announced this ban like when they came back i read this article when they were talking about how they were like you know well we've decided to reverse course on this action they said that they were paying out let me get it right they were paying out 300 million dollars per month 300 million dollars per month
2: i think they get 20 percent of that off the top
1: like what do we why okay so why are we out here clowning OnlyFans girls, or OnlyFans people? Excuse me. Why are we clowning people yes. who do OnlyFans? If that's the kind of money they're not they're they're not bringing it in individually, but the we can all agree that a majority of that three hundred million dollars is from sex workers. It's from people doing porn, sex stuff, nudes, videos, cams, whatever. It's coming from them. They're the ones bringing all that money because. OnlyFans was the thing before people started getting nasty on there. Like it was in London, I guess. People had like doing recipes and telling stories and doing podcasts. It was like Patreon. But then I guess, you know, as as sex workers do, they're more like entrepreneurial. They're uh, more, I guess, business savvy. They see a business opportunity. They're going to try to take advantage of especially on the Internet, because that's where the money is. So they decided to make OnlyFans their place. And me, I don't know OnlyFans for anything but that. So for OnlyFans to think that they could be like, all right, well, we ain't doing this no more. Like, I know y'all made us hot, y'all made us popping, but you know what? We ain't doing this no more. What the fuck you thought was going to happen?
2: Well, part of the issue is that the reason that sex workers gravitated to there is that I guess on other traditional websites, um, they would charge like a flat fee. But the cool thing with OnlyFans is that you can set the the market like whatever you're charging. It's like, yo, how bad do you want it? Like, if you want to pay, you know, five hundred dollars for a feet foot feet, 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 pick foot picks, um, yeah, you can. That's what they're gonna charge you. And the other thing is, is that like with a lot of sex workers, it's hard to get um, banks to authorize payments or to set up payments online because the government gets kind of weirded out because like let's say. Um let's say there's an underage interaction an underage post now you're now this bank is attached to child pornography, so a lot of them don't don't want to deal with that
1: well, shit so. it, well there, there's a thing though if you make if you make say prostitution if you legalize it you kind of you you mostly eliminate the underage child trafficking uh, aspect of it because when you have a legal job you have to fill out like a w nine you have to fill out paperwork. You can't do that stuff if you're 14. You can't get paid and stuff. So you're people are going people are going to do it the correct and they're gonna go through the legal avenue to do that thing as opposed to doing it that way, if it's available. Like it's so backwards that people are that banks are unwilling to recognize like even, even strippers, like if you're a stripper or a dancer and you're going to a bank and you're trying to deposit your money and it's you know, it's a lot of ones you might run into issues that way and it's just like they say like sex work is work like it it's in the title like you're working you're making legitimate money money and sex work is outside of cocaine is like the foundation of this country well sex work cocaine and slavery is like yes the try the trifecta of what america is built on <laughs> like that's where all the money comes from
0: the three food groups yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> Banks are uh, i don't know because it's to me and maybe i just don't have enough information but why is it, why be hesitant of these transactions but then like people use bank cards to buy all kinds of things with no that are you know illegal and, and things like that i don't know i just if a website is set up to only accept content from adults and consenting adults I don't see why MasterCard – well, let me not say official names, but I don't see why these <laughs> – these No, bank- they, they were
2: specifically one that didn't want yeah. to be – Yeah,
0: I don't see why these banking companies are like – no, like people use bank cards to buy sex paraphernalia all the time, and they may use it on underage people. So, like, it, to me, it's a slippery slope. You don't allow it on Instagram – not Instagram, OnlyFans and, and Pornhub and all these other sites but well, you will allow it for a sex store with no knowledge of where that revenue is going.
2: I think it's a little bit different, but I, I kind of get, I got to get what you're saying though. But.
1: And I, I did find it. I, I found it weird that the people, and mostly guys that were doing this. I found it weird that a lot of guys were celebrating. Like they're like, Oh, now your only fans is going to be at McDonald's tomorrow. Cause you ain't gonna be able to be selling, selling ass and titties.
0: Here's what, what the problem with that is. And I'ma say this and I'm gonna stay firm, and you can tweet me if you want to. I don't care, I got all that. But you can. You can do whatever you want with your body, but nobody's paying because nobody wants it. So don't be mad at those ladies and those folks, those are nine binary friends, for doing what they gotta do to get paid. The market is there and people want to buy. Now, just because don't nobody wanna buy you, Craig.
1: <laughs> well that but that's the thing. Like people were like like I said, three hundred million dollar payouts. So you think that – so if you're subscribed to someone and you've been paying them $20 a month, say, $20 a month for the last two years, uh, you pay every now and again for exclusive content, you pay a little bit extra, now all of a sudden OnlyFans are gone. What are you going to do? I'm just not going to purchase this content anymore? Or am I going to go somewhere else because I'm horny as fuck? What do you think is going to happen? you think these girls or these people are just going to be like, well, I guess I can't – sell my twerk videos no more on OnlyFans. Yeah. i guess that's it i'm gonna sh- close up shop and go back to what i was doing no Plus they're gonna go somewhere
0: people were buying these videos and this content in the instagram dms and in the twitter dms on tumblr where weirdness goes to to die and thrive like this there's always going to be avenues to sell this content so i don't understand the like the vitriol and the excitement when sex workers are taken down like why, why do you hate these people so much? Is it because you would also like to make money from men off your body? Well, girl, get in the gym.
1: Exactly. Do well, some deadlifts.
2: That's <laughs> the other thing, too, though, is like, the weird thing was that, like, men were kind of celebrating this being taken down, trying to attack women. But, like, there's also men out there that make a decent living on OnlyFans. Like, I yeah. – I'm not going to lie, I talk to my wife all the time. Like, I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a market for everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, can, I can get my token, right? And, you know, bring in some additional revenue.
0: You just going to give it an A-OK? I mean, that's why you need multiple streams. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
2: Like, yo, like generational you, wealth. Generational wealth. If my feet we'll get us a Bentley, like, you know, we got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why are you looking like that? You Wow. No faith. No. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> i was
0: was gonna read bedtime stories on OnlyFans because i just feel like uh you know adults don't have enough bedtime stories i'm gonna read everybody a little bedtime story i'm only gonna charge like 6.99 for my content and then when i'm in a penthouse in you know an undisclosed location don't ask me no questions
1: (laughs) bingo i mean there's a lot of money out there to be made so like they were going to make that money regardless. Like you, 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 sound like a you sound like a weirdo, man. You literally sound like a weirdo and a loser. Like get a life. These
0: it's they're out here making and get off the internet.
1: They're making like okay. If all of a sudden, like tomorrow, they were just like, hey guys, the internet is going away. You might have to get a regular job if you're an OnlyFans worker. You might have to do something else unless you want to go actually go outside on the corner and do that stuff. But if they're like, hey, the internet is gone. Okay, sex workers online, you're probably you're gonna you're gonna be fucked up out here a little bit. You're gonna have to find some new skills, but it's just one avenue for you to get that content. These people, these a lot of these people are not just using OnlyFans. I'm sure they're using other platforms. There's that, there's like Twitch, uh, uh Cam. You can work on Cam stuff. There's all these kinds of websites where you can make money. Doing what you do and getting the money that you can get. It's OnlyFans didn't create porn. Like, like I said, the idea of selling ass has been going on since ass been selling ass. Like, it ain't going nowhere. Niggas is horny, and we always gonna be horny. So just deal with it.
2: All right, so let's uh, transition on this uh, Christian value based <laughs> podcast. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> Shout out to the mega chat. What the hell?
0: Yeah, that's I, I didn't know nothing about that. You just put I don't know what that is. is that like a discord.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that boy GA do. Are they vaccinated in that chat? That boy? They, they, they vaxxed up. They weren't matching they them ATL
0: party. Mm. I, I heard
2: some I heard, ah, shit. Jeff told never mind. But, <laughs> <laughs> she's got some DMs from some people on the timeline that might be. You know, into that into that lifestyle, but you know, everybody to each his own. But yeah, man, get your money, man. That's that's all I can say. Get your money. Um, so kind of staying on the sex work, uh, from a negative angle. Uh apparently there is a ATL uh, part two that's supposed to be coming out. And I, I say this tied to sex work because uh the star of that movie and his wife were going involved to in some Allegedly wild charges that involved sex, Jail. sex, <laughs> and what I would say is that I w- I, w- I want to applaud their PR team and their lawyer their lawyer team because they deserve every penny they've gotten because I have heard nothing about these allegations for months. Like I've seen them like announce like TV shows now they're announcing a movie trailer like these people have no shame they're just like not nah, you know what we're gonna tweet through it
0: you somebody know, else says you something know? crazy. T.I. throwing out ATL 2 like somebody was like, oh, I wonder what happened to Rashad. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a funny like, hey, look at this. (laughs) Nobody cares, bro.
2: Yeah, man. Like, but I think they're playing on the whole, if, if you're on Twitter, nostalgia is a thing, right? Like Atlanta Twitter and Atlanta in general, they they support that that type of stuff and you know oh yeah new new and yeah yeah okay.
1: I'm, I'm actually pretty curious not not curious to like go out and see this movie but curious okay. to see what the premise of this movie is going to be because this movie came out in 2006 and they're supposed they were supposed to be in high school even though they all look like grown-ups and it is now 2021 so what are they what have they been doing like is it is it a thing where they've grown up and gone out and done other things and they just happen to come back to Atlanta for something it's or, or do it's they just
2: coming so it's, they're probably coming to like their 20 year reunion, reunion? high school reunion okay that's no what, I, that's, what, I, that's, what I, that's what i think the premise has to be that nothing else makes any sense
0: i thought it was like them coming home i thought somebody died but then when i seen the teaser oh. and everybody was there except for one, somebody of, them, gonna one die. of the twins died i don't know i need but somebody I, to die or maybe uncle george died Die. So they all
1: they're all coming from wherever they came from to go to to, to that. I, I that guess.
0: To be honest, I don't think Teddy left Atlanta. I don't think Teddy has seen what it. What Rashad said. He ain't been past two eighty five, and he's proud of it. I really don't think Teddy went nowhere.
2: He's probably seems- like the the manager at the Waffle House. Like he has one of those badges. It's like, yeah, I've been here for twenty five
0: years. <laughs> He did have an infatuation for Monica, the White House attendant, so maybe he working worked. Yeah. This,
1: this movie just felt like more of a movie for the time, and I I feel like they could have done something like this, but like I don't think they could do a sequel I mean. to ATL. I don't think they could do a sequel to ATL. I think what they should have done with this kind of uh, like franchise or genre of movie making, they should have just been like, all right, we did ATL, we did High Schoolers, now let's. Go to another city. Let's do MIA, where it's a bunch of kids from Miami that are college age or whatever. Like just go to a different city and tell different stories. Like keep it maybe like the same premise, but change it up a little bit. Like almost I don't want to say like fast and furious, but like just branch out. Like we don't need to stay in Atlanta, do have them care. so coke. There we go. They're in Miami. Like, yeah, no. doing whatever. Like there the people like how it is in Atlanta, there's people that are People that live in the suburbs, people that are you know below or right at the poverty line, people that sell drugs, people that are into other things. There's a whole lot of different people. And there's a lot of culture in Atlanta. It's like that in a whole lot of other cities. You could explore the culture in, say, New Orleans. Like I said, Miami, Houston, Los Angeles, anywhere, New York. Like you could do it, Brooklyn. Like do it or, or the Bronx or uh, Queens. Like any other city but we're going to just stay in atlanta 20 years later? We're going to yeah. see we're going to see a bunch of people in their mid 30s trying to relive their glory days? No oh, thank you. I, I do that every day by myself.
0: I would have uh I agree. I would have liked if ATL was a movie. <laughs> I would have liked if ATL was a movie and then they had like an anthology series and like BET or something. I don't know. I just feel like if there was going to be a sequel to ATL it should have been in like 2008 somewhere between 2007 and like 2009 cuz after that like the world has shifted so much. I don't know if, if the world that ATL existed in is going to be rec- received well in the w- world that we live now. Just and for a plethora of reasons, like Atlanta as a city is totally different different than Atlanta was in 2006. Like Atlanta, the city is, you know, a lot more. Um, I don't want to say commercial, but whiter. At- I mean, I guess right. They maybe they'll tackle issues like the gentrification. Even though I don't, that doesn't seem like something ATL would tackle. But you know, that could be an issue. I just don't understand what these this group of people was doing between 2006 and 2021 that would make me want to see them. Like, I don't care what was going on with Nunu and Rashad's relationship. Honestly, they probably aren't even together. They probably they're, have like two kids and they're yeah, not
1: together anymore. He, they definitely have kids. <laughs>
0: definitely Teddy, have kids. If Teddy left Atlanta, it was probably, you know, to be um, a designer for like grills and he probably worked with rappers or something. So maybe he came back. I don't care what uh, Esquire is doing. Esquire really was not a solid friend. Honestly, they should have beat him up. Um, Brooklyn was not intre- interesting enough for me to care about his life. I don't even remember uh T.I.'s brother's name. I just know his real name. Damn, I
2: didn't even know you knew. The- I don't even know the characters of none of these people. I know that's if it. I can
0: recite a movie, it is Dreamgirls and ATL. I can read you ATL from first page to last page. <laughs> I love that movie.
2: I've but seen it a lot, but it, it didn't really, like, I, If I, my category for that movie is Friday and probably Ray. I've seen Ray quite a few
1: times. Don't, it. don't ask. It, it, it does kind of seem like they missed their window the same way uh, Bad Boys did with, yes bad boys three bad boys three, 3 yeah. taking such a long break between the second one and the third one i feel like if they did a third one a little bit sooner if they even if they would have did the same kind of story premise i feel like it still would have worked and they could have moved on and gone to a bad boys four but now at their age and the way they look and martin Lawrence just kind of mailed it in like it just it they waited too long like i know like I. is not gonna bring his a game for this you know what I'm saying? The other actors you're, in this movie, you know,
2: he he might need to touch up his actor when he goes to the court I'm to get prosecuted. Say he's been an Ant Man,
0: okay? He's an accomplished actor. He's been in Ant-Man. Yeah, an Ant Man. Accomplished, Ant too. But accomplished, I accomplished
1: Accomplished is saying a lot. I'd say he's an an actor that's been in some popular movies. But okay, Ti as a lead, pretty terrible. When you're like the fourth, you know, main person in the movie, you can kind of slide around and kind of do what you do. But, like, in ATL, he's the lead guy. And if T.I. is the headliner in your movie, your movie sucks. I'm sorry.
0: London was in that Michael B. Jordan movie for 10 minutes.
1: I mean, that's a Michael B. Jordan movie,
2: though. the <laughs> nah, movie was all
1: right. He can't act, though. But, I mean, no, that, poor me. Michael B. Jordan needs to be on OnlyFans. That's what he should do. He needs to stop this acting. thing. just give hey, that well,
0: Man, Michael, we could get you some money, okay? <laughs> yeah,
1: like don't, yeah,
2: like <laughs> I said, all y'all slandering OnlyFans. Don't block your blessings, man. Get you, get you on a diet. Michael you know what I'm saying? Cut Jordan, your
0: carbs. Please. Cut the carbs, man.
1: Okay. That's, a, that's the toughest part is some carbs, man.
0: Him and Laura, find, she don't even talk. She'd be great for OnlyFans.
1: I have no idea what her voice sounds like.
0: Me neither. I don't even Zero care.
1: idea. <laughs> I don't so, think I've ever heard. the
2: The original budget for that movie was seven million dollars. <laughs> and it made it made twenty one point two million. So and that's the two. I'm talking about ATL. Yeah, and that's in two thousand six. So that's great, actually.
0: Think Seven million dollars to make that movie.
2: I mean, they got a lot of they got a lot of cameos. I might have to, you know, what I'm saying like it's I for like the sound soundtrack probably distribute the bag to the, the my many different people
0: because. Um, They shot at like I feel like they just showed up to places and started (laughs) recording.
1: Like the house that T I lived in, like how much was that set? Like I feel like that was free.
0: Four hundred and fifty dollars. And they (laughs) probably
1: a lot of that money was probably to have to like have TI have his own studio at this at the movie set. Like that's probably where a good bit of the money went to because he was probably recording some album during that time.
2: Uh probably King around. Probably
1: probably to pay big boy.
2: Let's see. It
4: started out as
2: third uh, when it, and it when it released and then it dropped down to like 72nd or something like that. So
0: Let but let, let ATL was a really great well, let me not say great because it was not critically great like but I love it because it was a really nice coming of age story um that didn't that was about black people that didn't come with the perspective of trying to be palatable to like white people like they weren't they didn't spend a lot of time making jokes and then explaining and the white people was just black people's experience i'm sure a ton of people in atlantic that maybe identify. so i i like atl for that i don't know if atl 2 is going to be that for all yeah, the people who already listed um these people everybody in this movie is it may with maybe the exception of like lauren london and evan ross is approaching 40 if not already 40 like, I just don't see these stories being interesting enough. And then, where is this movie going to d- be distributed? Because nobody's going to the theaters to see ATL 2, whether we're in a pandemic or not. So, is this going straight to B T Plus? Is this, like, a, a Amazon Prime? Is this a YouTube feature? Because nobody's going to get a movie ticket to see I
1: think I think this movie would crush it on UPN. UPN would go do numbers.
0: <laughs> man, no. Atlanta
2: Twitter going to hold it down, man. Not no, they're not. not. Right. not not for this. Right. I was about to right. say. You
1: know? Do you know who? Do you know Normani is from Atlanta? I did not know that. That girl gets zero support out here. Nobody's fucking with her. I don't know why. Hey,
0: I love Normani. Her songs are not good. <laughs> <laughs> she's, not uh, good. she's got like three songs. None of them not do in the middle of a song. Come on, baby.
2: <laughs> so speaking of not good, so the it says the film made less money the following weekends. Um, after the theater's take of approximately 50%, ATL earned around half this producting cost, producing a significant loss. So, I don't know what numbers they crunched to make people think that they wanted this, but God bless them. Yeah, they must have
0: just had a twist in the Twitter comment, like, you know what? I wonder what they're doing at ATL. And I was like, that's another one, we're making another one. Yeah, Everybody gets get the iPhone 12. We are shooting this on an iPhone twelve for $576. dollars. Let's make it happen.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I, and I and I and I will say this: I I loved ATL when I saw it. It was a it, but it was like a, a movie for a time. Like I was also ten. It was it was a movie yeah. for me at the age I was like getting out of high school, like and still being kind of in that age. I'm like I, I could relate to that a little bit more. But like watching it now and even though they're they are closer to my age now and i probably would still be able to relate to it i just don't care i don't care about those people i don't don't and that and i see a lot of people that are saying they want more uh black movies about just black people just being black and just living and you know not having to worry about the struggle and all that stuff and atl was kind of like that it had a little bit more elements of like the whole the drug game and whatnot but that wasn't like a super huge part of the or it was not huge part of the movie but it it i just don't think they can go on with this it, it's it's been too long 20 years
2: like well i mean at least it produced like one of the the great uh one of the great twitter gifs or videos from i, big
0: Bro- who I think it is yes little big Brother.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh to shake it like a shrimp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tighten up.
1: Hey man, big boy, low-key.
0: He should he should do more movies,
1: I felt like. I felt like he should have did more. Mm,
2: I think I saw he was in a movie about golfing that I don't think was very good. Not as okay, not as a
0: lead. I think it might have been who's your caddy.
1: Not yeah. as a not as a lead, but like a you know a side character. Someone you go and meet up has like maybe two or three scenes. Big boy could have been fine. Like I thought he was like I when I watch ATL, I feel like Big Boy is the best rapping actor in that movie.
0: <laughs> Eat me.
1: Hit that OnlyFans link in the bio. <laughs> Yo,
2: so I mean this I guess this is a uh it, it's not gonna be Sammy. Better be I said to late. Think, I said late. But um that's a good transition, real quick. So I, I did see we this this happens like every quarter on Twitter where like this weird like celebration of Andre 3000 while slandering, uh, Big Boy goes on. Um, I think I need to find that that picture of the like the wheel of Twitter topics. Like that one should be right next to like $200 dates and things of that nature. We're starting to get to that point where it's like, all right, man, we doing this again. Like every every quarter, we're gonna talk about you know slandering Big Boy or he's underrated. There's all kinds of stupid shit. Like I, I don't know where this came from. I know Marcus got into it with the with the homie Gator Great who Decided to tweet out with this chest that uh big boy is not even top five in the dungeon family. I'm just like, ah, you're doing a lot, you're doing a lot.
0: Well, who like. is one five then?
2: I, I didn't want to say it, but you know, <laughs> I was like, Can you name these other gentlemen that are out here putting out classic. Are you gonna maturity?
0: say Cilo?
2: <laughs> I think Seal. So. Uh, no, I, that boy GA was in that conversation. Matter of fact, yeah, I seen him talking about that on Marcus.
0: Time. Is smoking hookah like a city girl, yes. <laughs>
2: hot hot boy summer but yeah i don't don't know where this came from i i think the whole i think that's more like the nostalgia thing because again the way that people talk about how some of these younger artists dress and carry themselves andre 3000 was doing that he's like one of the originators of that weird stuff quote unquote and now you guys are championing him retroactively like he's Mm -hmm. just this this goat and my thing is like put up or shut up dog if you're that great drop a solo album like that's great. You got your features. Your features are fire. That That's cool. But give us a top-to-bottom product, right? The Love below was not it. You need to stop lying to yourselves out here in Twitter land. The Love Below is not it. It's got maybe two good songs, if we're being honest. Two
0: is a prototype on that on
1: Love Below. Yes. Yeah. I all the singles on Love Below, like Prototype, Hey Yeah, and whatever the uh Roses, those songs, undeniable great songs
2: big boy smashes verse on roses too like yo like what
1: are you right there everything else everything else on the album trash. not trash but it's not good it's not prince-esque i want to copy prince vibes like stop he was all over the place he needed direction and he he was trying to be weird for the sake of being weird it seemed like he'd seem like he was just trying to do all these different things with no type of direction whatsoever and then you listen to some of the solo stuff he puts out, and it's just like, these songs are not good. Yeah, he sounds good on features, but cool. Congratulations, Andre 3000. For me, you're the greatest feature artist of all time. You can have that. You can be that. That's cool.
0: I put. I, I, put,
1: I would put Andre, that, that's me. For me, Andre 3000, best feature artist of all time. You want a feature, you got the unlimited budget, I'm calling Andre 3000, but we're not going to sit here and act like big boy was fucking Murphy Lee from the St. Lunatics during their outcast days. Like big boy wasn't rapping his ass off too. They're one of the, they are the greatest rap group of all time because of Andre 3000 and big boy. And the uh, for me, I know with the, with me and, and Gary, what we were talking about on Twitter, it, it came up. Cause I think it was, I was talk I was thinking about Atlanta, the movie. And I was like, I said that Big Boy was a top 15 rapper. I was talking about Big Boy and Lil Wayne. I was like, people are disrespecting Lil Wayne and Big Boy at, a, at an alarming rate these days. And it's not just like kids. Like, if you're KJ's age, I get it. You, you know, Lil Wayne, he's kind of been down and Big Boy's, you know, whatever. So I get it if you guys are just like, yeah, Lil Wayne, Big Boy, get out of my face. But I'm seeing people my age talking about like, oh, Lil Wayne wasn't all that, Big Boy was being carried by 180000 for a decade. I'm just like, yo, y'all are wild. And these guys are both top 15 rappers. And then I started hearing about ATL 2 coming out. I'm like, well, they were both in ATL 1. If you were to make a all-time list and it's T.I. and Big Boy, who's higher on your list? And a lot of people were saying Big Boy. Everybody said Big Boy except Gary. And then Gary got his ass packed up. So <laughs> it, I, it happens.
0: Big Boy, unfortunately, uh, gets like the Michelle Williams rap, Michelle, from destiny's child where people like to rag on them for no reason when like michelle i don't know if y'all know but michelle held down a lot of the like pivotal pivotal moments in those songs like cater to you cater to you isn't it's nothing without michelle's bridge like there's so many times where michelle is given the most important part of the song because michelle can carry the most important part of the song and i feel like big boy is the same like there's you like Outkast. And the reason you like Outkast is because of that synchronicity between three thousand Andre and Big Boy. Like, there's plenty of times where Big Boy has the best verse on a song. But because, I feel like, because Andre 3000 is like this enigma and we don't hear much from Andre and we don't see much from Andre, he's only dropped one solo project. Um, and the only time we do hear from him is from very carefully crafted uh, features that he's chosen, that people tend to forget who big boy is because big boy is so visible to us. And big boy has given us music and continues to give us music. Um, But I just, there's no reason for you to sleep on big boy. I, I, I urge you to go back and listen to some outcast stuff. I urge you to go listen to, to some of big boy stuff. Big boy just released the freestyle. uh, Two days ago. It was amazing. Like, I, I don't understand why you can't like both things at once. Like, but, you can watch through them. You can like Andre and Big Boy at the same time.
1: Before Sammy starts to recap it on this podcast, I will say, if you go back to, like, 2000 when Stankonia dropped, during that time from uh, their first album to Stankonia before they did their uh, double album, there was nobody outside listening to OutKast talking about, like, oh, here comes Big Boy with his verse. Like, oh my God, now we gotta, I got to sit through a Big Boy verse. Nobody was doing that. The only reason people started doing this whole Andre 2000 carried Outcast is when he stopped, is when Outkast stopped making music and then Andre went on his feature runs. So now it's like, oh, well, obviously Andre's the better rapper out of the two because he's, all, he's doing all these features and we're just going to discredit everything Big Boy ever did. And if you go back and listen to all those Outcast albums... Especially the earlier ones. Big boy was the better rapper at that point. Like it is what it is. It, you can like them both, but we're not gonna act like Big Boy is not a top 15 rapper of all time.
0: And if you have a preference, having a preference is cool. I mean all That's of us fine. have preferences, but you I just think it's completely unfair to discredit Big Boy for the sake of Andre. Exactly. Shout
1: out to
3: Outcast absolutely shout out to the ACL ACL in this bitch so I mean at the end of the day people are gonna love Andre people gonna love big boy like thugger young thuggers said um it's it's just a preference thing I mean a lot of people put Andre 3000 up there with like the greatest lyricist you know of all time or whatever but I mean big boy big boy has has really good lyrics as well especially Especially on Outcast early stuff, like Big Boy really was carrying them. It wasn't Andre Three Thousand that was carrying them. Like I think Andre Three Thousand just was able to make a, a name for himself doing all the extra shit that he was doing, i.e. Lil Nas X ish. But um, whatever, you know, he does have a little more rap skill. But I just, you know,
1: and man, Outcast anyway. He he was. I don't want to say he was carrying Outcast, but. I think Big Boy back then gave Outkast a little bit more credibility when it came to the rapping. Like we talked about a lot of the stuff Andre 2000 was doing with like his voice and the singing and his his dress and mannerisms, all that stuff. That was cool and all. Like we didn't mind that, but like people outside that weren't uh, from the South and didn't really understand what Andre was doing, they could always be like, "Okay, well I know Big Boy's gonna give me some bars. I know Big Boy's going to rap here." Andre 3000, Andre might do something a little bit different. He might be a little bit whatever, but I can, you can always rely on big boy to give you 16 bars every time, every time.
0: He kept them grounded. Like you said, he kept them relatable to people who people like my dad, who doesn't quite understand Andre 3000. He doesn't dislike Andre 3000. He just don't really understand the the way that he creates, but big boy keeps him connected to the music like he it, he keeps him connected to Outkast. i think they were again like the beyonce destiny's child you know michelle kelly thing i think they both bring something different to the table but together like they make magic and separately they're both really good artists like we've heard more from one than the other but i just i really think it's unfair to act like you know Hi, Freak (laughs) McNasty. No more words to say
2: Well, real quick, we're not going to, I'm not going to lie. I can't shoot Michelle any bail. I saw a video of her today singing about putting sugar on grits. So she's lost all of my respect. So
3: (laughs) Sugar goes on grits. Like, stop.
2: All right, you out of here. Time for you to go. Time for you to go. You gotta go. going <laughs> to go. trash. What's Samuel, trash? Trash. Sam, Samuel sir. Rice? Like I'm not gonna lie, I, I almost want to try it, but I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, my, what...
0: sweet breakfast food? Why? Yeah. That what's sense? what's the
2: value of putting sugar on grits? Like, I don't. It just makes it taste. It makes it taste better.
0: Oh,
3: sugar on grits. I can't.
2: I can't wrap my head around it. Like, there's nothing. I put, it, can I put
3: cheese. I put cheese on my grits. I put sugar on my grits. Um, it is what it is. I can. I can eat grits with just cheese and not sugar. But when I when I put sugar on it, I I will kill the whole bowl of grits with the sugar on it. I mean, I might just nibble on the, the regular grits.
0: So I, yeah, I mean, I'm a savory grit person. Um, I'd like a little salt, a little pepper, a little butter, maybe some cheese. I don't know, it depends on how I feel like my body gonna handle cheese that day. Uh, tolerance is real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm not gonna just dis- completely dismiss sugar in the grits. I just personally do not understand. <laughs> All
3: right, we'll we'll do this. We'll do this. I don't more. like I don't like salt in my grits. Like that's
2: insane.
3: Cause I mean it's it's just the flavor preference of my palate, mm-hmm. basically. I mean, I just—I guess I like them a little sweet or whatever, and y'all like them a little seasoned.
0: I mean, I put salt in my oatmeal so to balance. No, wait a second. Wait, what? What What am I doing? I do. I like. I will salt the water. This
2: podcast has gone so So everywhere else, man. I salt the
0: water just a little bit, not a bunch. I salt the water just a little bit, and then I put the steel cut oats in there. I let it cook, and then I add a little butter, a little brown sugar, a little cinnamon. You don't microwave it. Uh-uh, I like to cook them on the stove. <laughs> First of all,
4: that is—that's oh, disgusting. Um, well, to, for so a person even not- to think I about so, putting—it does make a difference. Yeah, What's going on? Are you in the strip club? <laughs> Somebody got COVID. Back What's going on?
0: What What do you think? So yeah,
4: what I was saying is steel cut grits with salt is disgusting, OK? Let's just be honest with ourselves. And we need to actually check your Black card, because you're are you a member of the foundational Black Americans, is what we would have to ask you first. Now, I came on here. Because I want to know who tried to call me out about my takes on Beyonce, and I would like you to bring your ugly ass to the table and admit who you are and debate me.
0: You don't need to. to Sorry, y'all.
4: I I paid my light bill late. Shout out to DM Tattoo,
0: the big
2: time shirt. You know how we get out. Are you you it. King, I
0: like. Where are you at? Yeah, what is all this noise
2: in the background? I'm so confused. Are you
0: in a
4: recording studio? No, I'm not. In Hold on, let me switch computers. I'm sorry. I'll be back. Uh,
2: okay, all right. Um, so how about this? Uh, let's let's see. We got. I think we, I think we got 75 follow, followers on YouTube. Once if once we hit 100, I, I will try sugar on grits live on on the podcast. I, I will. I, mean, I would. I'm not
3: forcing you to try it. I mean, if you don't like sugar on your grits, don't look. Mm, sir, I it's,
2: like, it's called promotion, sir. We need. We need the, the follows on YouTube, sir.
3: Yes. So if I if
0: I get, I, yes, would, I a hundred, I'd no. rather you do the Christ <laughs> Challenge <laughs> oh, the folks. I, will, I will
2: defile my body and put sugar on grits. Yes. Yes, I will defile my body and and, and try, try the sugar on the grits. The
0: ancestors are are weeping
2: yes they they will take my my soul to the the higher plane but no okay well anywho i guess while they're figuring out their shit. side note so i've been recently watching like tesla videos just for the heck of it pretty interesting cars um so apparently like with the tesla uh, one of the models they have um, you can put like a USB into the Tesla and you can change your horn to any sound that you can get off the internet, right? Ooh. And I'm like, that's a fun idea. There's also a terrible idea at the that's same one, time. That's the worst idea I've ever heard of. Yes. Already. <laughs> you know, I see this is how I know black people don't drive Teslas, right? Because I, I know all kinds of wild stuff I thought about immediately putting against my horn. Like, uh, yeah, nah. Actually, nah, I wouldn't do that. Like, okay, right. Damn. <sighs> I'm, yeah, I'm going. To- what what is the what are your top three Tesla horn sounds if you had a Tesla? All right,
0: all right. All right. It would uh, be uh it would definitely be Big Boy saying ATAO ho. Uh that'd be one. But I would exclusively use it in Atlanta, nowhere else. Or maybe New Orleans, just to be annoying. Um uh, <laughs> Let me see. The second one will probably be of some <laughs> King, sort. King's King, got it right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or no, it actually would be from Coming to America when she says, the royal penis is clean, your highness. That would be another sound horn. Um, and then I think my other one would definitely be something like very lewd and a little like, you know, probably getting arrested.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, uh, you said top five or top three? Three.
2: Let's let's go with
1: three. Okay, so top so, three. Wait, I think I'm.
3: The, the question is, what would your horn sound like? Yeah. So it, Tesla, you can put a USB cord, a
2: USB, fucking whatever, in your car, and you can upload sounds, and you can make uh, your horn anything that you want it to be. <laughs> which okay. is fun. It also problematic, <laughs> depending on where you live.
3: But you can, you, and you can change it. Like it doesn't have to be the same thing, right? I don't know if you
2: can change it mid drive, but you can like. But you probably yeah, if you have the USB, you can probably change the mid drive.
3: Okay, so yeah. one of one of mine is definitely gonna have to be do it like a javy day. But when I'm ready, when I'm really ready for somebody to like move a hey, like again from from the a it gotta be move bitch, get out the way. I can
2: see that. I mean, my my younger self. The first thing I thought of was like making it gunshots, but then I'm like, that's probably not a Thank good you. idea.
4: <laughs> <laughs> turn the block hold head back and blood, head back
3: I, mean, and blood, I back don't and know glass. if that's gonna get the right reaction.
2: <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, uh, track. Uh, what is it? 18. Pause for porno from uh from uh the Chronic two, 2001. Uh, that that track would be my horn. Steve yeah. shout
4: out.
2: Probably like one of those like old canned murder sounds, like when the woman's screaming, like ah, ah.
1: You Something are crazy. you
3: are a crazy guy.
1: Yeah, well, I was gonna go with like some little little John ad libs, um, yes. West Side Gun ad libs, and then whatever uh, mm. <clears throat> whatever Tiana Trump is doing at that moment, I will use that oh as my word
0: not thinking, so you gonna have just a wind for three years? Could
1: be anything. Could be anything. We're just gonna it's gonna <laughs> we're just gonna spin the wheel on Tiana Trump's page and go with that.
2: Anywho, that was our <laughs> random topic of, of the day. Uh shout out Nick. to, shout F- out to F- Tesla. Right. If you want to send us a Tesla bot to edit the podcast, that would be great. Um that'd be that'd be awesome, Elon Musk. But um yeah, 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 yeah. So kind of staying on uh Gunshots. Ooh, that's a bad transition. Ooh, never mind. Let's go to comments <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! We're about to get bad. The podcast is about to get shut down real quick. I might have to edit that out. These
0: thoughts are not mine. Uh,
2: it it would have came back around. It it came back around. But uh, so I guess the 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 Chicago Pack is still stanking on the timeline. It's still going up. Is it? Um. Yeah. I mean, it, it is and it isn't. It's kind of turned into this athlete confidence thing, but
0: I really don't think it's it should be that though. Like, I just think this um... is a, one girl being real stank right now for whatever reason.
2: Yeah, and well, yeah, because that's the thing. You can't have it both ways. Like, we you still talking confident. on that pat. You can get you can be confident, right? Nobody's saying you can't do that, but it, it went from a place where it went from confidence to like wild borderline rude arrogance right and then you didn't back it up you didn't even really show up to perform and then now you're over here liking like you know xenophobic homophobic ugly tweets about fellow black women you know what i'm saying i'm like all right cool like take your l but don't start being kind of nasty about it like nobody's saying crazy stuff to you people are offering words of encouragement and you're just like uh that's fake oh whatever like oh you know imagine winning those races and what she said Having to walk over coconuts to go home or something like that in Jamaica, like what are you doing? Like that's what we doing now. Okay, and that's she how you was, really feel. The thing I is, don't,
1: I'm sick of hearing she's 21. I, I don't, don't want to hear this. I'm man. not shooting her. <laughs> I'm not trying to shoot her any bail, but it's like it's different now. Like as a 21 year old, she has she. This is something that she's going to learn as she gets older. Everything she does on social media is now a big deal to her, for for everybody. Like before this, it wasn't. Now it is. Things are different. Not like before. You could just like a tweet and nobody would care. Like now you like a tweet, it shows up on people's timelines. Now people know you're liking porn in public. Like, come on. Like, it's, 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 you, you can't tell me an athlete that has
2: fucking sponsorship by who Beast by Dre has not met with some sort of publicist it's or a had any media
1: training. It, it is a process. My, I guess my main thing is that, like, I don't mind the, the talking. I don't mind. I I, I honestly don't feel like she's done that much talking, honestly. Yeah, she's liked some dumb tweets, but who hasn't? Who hasn't? She said she's maybe retweeted something. Okay, at 21, at 21, at 22. Were you on Twitter at 22? That's not important. okay. So, I, I just want to
4: say something real quick before y'all get. I know I was having some technical difficulties earlier, but first of all, before we get into anything about packs going up or anything like that, it's good to have confidence in yourself. My issue is the person that's pack watch poppy, who's been avoiding me for seven years on a rematch for a basketball game. He makes up every excuse in the world from his ankles, his knees. He posted up pictures of Jordan's today. His ankles were ashy and they're ready to be broken. So why don't you give the people what they want and give me my rematch? How about that?
0: He's sick, he's not well.
2: Yeah, I got strep throat, dog. I'm, I'm you, you don't have a strep
4: throat. You probably I, have I, coronavirus.
2: But that's a negative the thing college. is the one for
0: I,
4: I I admire her confidence, you know. And hey, if you're gonna talk that stuff, I want to see you talk that stuff, win, lose, or draw. At the there end is. of the day, if we're being real, a lot of people are missing the point that her fastest time would have would have made her second place. She probably wasn't able to train for the entire month, or she was probably blowing all sorts of cushion, whatever That's that stuff is that people be doing. She, she probably was wasn't really prepared. She ran out 11 something, but her time would have, would have got her in second place. Let me let the day, she's a young woman. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanna see my young black queen do what she gotta do at the end of the day. She'll be back
0: in three years and she's gonna rip it up. Trust me. And, so and- real quick, and I, I promise this is it for me. I. There's a difference between confidence and just like being rude. And I think that confidence is just knowing that I'm good no matter what. So I came in ninth, whatever. I know I'm going to be good. I'm going to bounce back and I'm going to be straight. Confidence is not um, being rude to a person who is openly trying to defend you on television. They asked Allison Felix how she felt about Shakari. Allison Felix was very sweet in what she said, and that Shakari is young and she needs support. Um, them Jamaican women ain't do nothing to her, so there was no need to like all those nasty tweets about Jamaicans and, and J- the Jamaican runners. Um, yeah, I just I think that she is far past confidence at this point, and it's it's in the realm of just Count being nasty. Thank yeah, you. has she not been accountable? I think she has been accountable, and I'm not even what her issues with the olympics is one thing and i i think that there's where confidence is important and support is important but at this point i think that she is just being mean and i and it could be a plethora of things she could be harboring a lot of like anger from the death of her mom i don't want to put that on her but i'm just saying these could be reasons but i i do think that she is she's long past the line of like being confident in her ability and at this point she's just lashing out
1: and, and that does happen. Like it does happen with the. I know people don't want to hear the excuses. They're expecting a twenty-two year old to act like a thirty-five year old, but that is something that does happen. And my thing is, I kind of wanted to go with, with uh, me and Sotheby's. We're talking about a timeline where it's just like, you know, yeah, she did get packed up, but she's also collecting the bag. She's also still getting endorsements. But she's she also she's also still getting money. Be a jerk. So I'm, and, and I'm not saying that she shouldn't be a jerk. I understand that, but here's my thing. How many people knew about that race? If she, how many people are watching that race if Shakari not in it? How many people are going to check into these next Olympics because of Shakari Richardson? Shakari Richardson is Conor McGregor. Win, lose, or draw, you're going to watch her race. If if it came out today, if they're like, yo, Shakari Richardson, she's racing at LSU in a month, that thing's going to do numbers, and she's going to get paid because oh, that's she's, <laughs> because that's who she is. She is now a super, not a superstar, but she is a, a, a face of a sport almost, even though she's not even the best at it. And, and that's, that's the same. So and that's the same thing with women Conor McGregor. It's the same with Conor McGregor. It's the same with a lot of people. You could do that in almost any sport, maybe not basketball, but in football. There's probably like Odell Beckham Jr. might be the face of Ronnie Menzel. It, but it, it happens. And my thing is, I'm glad that she's still able to get paid off of this. At least she's getting money for these things. And we are still paying attention to her, and I feel like at the next race, I, I feel confident that she'll do better than what she has done. And like yeah, she said. nowhere else you can go from last. Exactly. So you yeah, when, when you finish ninth place, there's only one place you can go, and that's up. So I, I still have confidence in her. I would, I would like her, and she hasn't been on social media for a couple of days now. So I think someone got a hold of her, and they're going to talk to her. But I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to take it too far, and like expect so much from her like she hasn't been famous for a long time she's a child of the internet if you go back and search some of her old tweets there's gonna be some problematic stuff there, on there because she, she would have figured that
2: out after the first time they pulled up her wild and homophobic tweets like hey you know people are looking
1: scrutinizing your 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 page. And I feel like they're doing that now because she and hasn't again, been on for after the
2: first time, you had plenty of time because you weren't the Olympics because you weren't running to, to get all this kind of figured out before your next big appearance. And also, the whole thing with her collecting the bag, being a loser at this point, is that that kind of shows priority-wise that we put our priorities in the wrong thing. Like you have Elaine Thomas- She's only Rauch lost one race. And Shelly and Fraser-Price, who are actually winning medals and winning races. And we're, we're talking not about Americans. Talking about we're talking about black people. And as an honorary Jamaican, I will not stand for slander and disrespect.
1: <laughs> okay. What were those Jamaicans that in that race she won? It was Backing an American. Away. No, the first the race that she won. They it weren't there because it was an American race. That's what I'm talking about. She's only lost one race. We're talking like she's never gonna do anything. Like she's one and one. As far as I know, she won that race where she set the record and like I guess qualified for the Olympics, and then she missed the Olympics, and then she got packed up in the next race. She's one and one right now. I just – I don't think
0: that – I think those things are not the – they don't correlate. I think that you can be confident in your running ability and your ability to compete as an athlete. But a lot of the time – well, I'll just say this past time where she's been caught being really nasty to someone, it was outside of the context of running. It was just the person offering her support, and she decided she didn't want it. But Kingsborough brings up an interesting point where what if this is just Shakari? She's just a mean girl. <laughs> Which are we okay with that? Like, do we still want to offer her support? I'm not saying don't support her, but I I'm mean, just people love
2: a villain. villain, you know. That's kind of a thing.
1: <laughs> but if that but I mean, she's going to learn, she's going to figure this stuff out. Like the the, the thing with Alice and Felix, I didn't understand that. I don't know why she would why she said that to her. And but we don't know the whole story with that. We don't know. Maybe they had a conversation in she wasn't real, like she was just like, Oh, you talking like that on TV, but when I saw you, you weren't talking like that. So it might be that also. So we we don't know. We don't know the whole story. It's just like she's going to figure out the social media stuff. She's going to figure out like, hey, I need I to I need to she's either going to figure it out or she's going to be 50 cent.
0: Right, it's yeah, it's one or the
1: other. And 50 cent I don't is fine.
0: That she'll I'm not gonna say that she won't. I don't I'm not saying she's incapable of it. I just there's not enough like retribution or like blowback for her to change her behavior at this point. No. I think it would have to take a massive like the baby style loss for her to and not like a, a competition loss. I mean like the removal of money to for her to be like, all right, I'm I'm done tweaking. And again, she's 21 years old. Eventually she's gonna have to take some accountability. It should be sooner rather than later. But I mean her stance on social media today at 21 maybe we'll be different than, you know, who she is at 25. Or maybe she'll be like 50 Cent or like Kanye West who pops in and tweets really inflammatory stuff and just leaves because she knows nothing will happen to it. It's
1: a possibility. I just think, I mean, we, I think we're giving her, we're giving her time and I'm not saying we just excuse everything. We're just like, Don't just ignore the things that she's liking and doing all this stuff, but to like come down on her to be like, well, you need to be better. You need to blah blah like take her aside, do whatever, and talk. Then let's figure this out. But let's let's give her some time to figure this stuff out. It's not going to happen overnight. She's not going to change her. She's not going to change the way she's been acting for twenty one years. On your timeline, on our timeline, she's going to get it when she gets
2: it. Uh, yeah, I get it. Just stop being nasty online. Figure your shit out. But anywho, um, we'll see what happens. And and like I said, maybe she should just focus on her her track. Like just stop tweeting and work on stretching and running and being explosive and not getting uh, last place. So that's for first that's kind of thing you, for whatever. <laughs> so you know, you gotta be you have to be an electric athlete on the track. Um, and smoothly transition to electricity. Uh, that Dylan Roof pack is about to. Get, he will be. His execution has a. Uh, it has been with uh, not withhold. It's Shotgun. been upheld. Ah, <coughs> get, out get out of here! Oh podcast, uh, get out of here! Get out of here! So, and a lot of people are kind of like you know chanting this or whatever. Like, um, you know, if you don't know what he did, then do a Google search. He's a. Terrible human being who does not deserve to breathe another breath of air in this earth, and his execution might be, you know, maybe an, an easy out for him. But, <laughs> um, I, I did see some tweets there saying, like, hey, are they gonna put this on live stream? You know what I'm saying? I tweeted out this to do like Mayweather pay per view numbers, um, even though I don't think I'd actually have the stomach to watch that. I don't know. That'd be kind I'm of watching I'd I pay for that. I, I
0: pay, watched I it on it, with that, that movie, uh, Just Mercy. And that I went in fully aware that it was a movie, and I still was like, "Ooh, I can't. This is traumatizing. I don't want to see that no more." I think for
1: me, there's a there was an article that came out, a GQ article, um, that came out like uh, I guess maybe a year or two after he was arrested. And this, um, the reporter went out and went and talked to like pretty much everybody involved in it and everybody around it, including like his parents, his friends the people inside of the church their family member, members things of that nature and just some of the stuff that they said that he said i was just like this is like one of the worst people on the planet like he is a terrible person and maybe i'll, I'll maybe i'll tweet out the link to the article cuz it, it's really it's really long but there's some parts in there where it's just like it's heartbreaking we were just like wow this dude is a monster and he deserves everything that is coming to him and probably worse. Like, he he specifically left, like, people alive so they would go and tell them what he did. Like, tell my story somewhat. Like, hey, I want you, I'm, I'm going to leave you alive because I want you to go out and tell these people, hey, this is what I did. I did this. Like, he's not, a, he's not ashamed of what he did. He's not embarrassed. He's proud of what he did. He knows what he did. It's it's nah man. Like I would I would definitely pay I would I'm trying to think how much would I pay? I would pay a hundred dollars. I would pay a hundred dollars to live stream this in my living room with ease, no questions asked.
4: I don't think I have the stomach to you know watch somebody fry to death. So I do you know, there isn't a
1: for that there, guy. There
4: isn't a price that I would pay, but you know, for what he did, he definitely uh deserves what he's getting. Um I would have been fine with him suffering for the rest of his life. Uh, getting beat up, maybe a pool stick stuffed in his anus, or right. whatever they do in prison. All right. It it would have been it would have been even, even more sweet. But um, you know, I kind of feel like he's getting the easy way out, but you definitely get what you deserve uh for killing unsuspecting black people, trying to praise and worship in the church. So and, and that's why I wore this shirt today. Shout out to you, Dylan Roof, you cracker. So oh.
2: <laughs> I guess the other angle that I saw on Twitter that was interesting, I didn't say the tweet, but it was, uh, who tweeted it out? Uh, fuck, Black dude, Dr. Philadelphia, don't remember his name. Anyways, but he kind of tweeted out that even though they, well, he retweeted this lady's tweet that even though he's a horrible human being, he would prefer he not get the death penalty because ultimately the death penalty affects and hurts people of color black people more because they kind of trot it out here and there for white people when they're kind of dead to rights like hey there's really no way we can avoid this but ultimately the death penalty hurts black and brown people because a lot of times um you know and i think today is the anniversary of uh, emmett till's murder murder i'm getting two things confused but but in those times like black people could be accused of some of, of anything pretty much and then be sentenced to death right so like historically the death penalty has kind of affected us a lot worse so because i'm sure this isn't the first time a you know a white dude probably should have gotten a death penalty for something they've done so
0: i, but um, I, I see that angle i'm personally conflicted with the death penalty um i i don't want to say i, I see it's usefulness i think just like the part of my brain that like wants people to pay for their crimes is like, yeah, let's do that. But then like the rest of my brain is like, but what punishment, that type of punishment, I feel like shouldn't be in the hands of others. I don't know. I, I have really like up and down feelings about the death penalty. Um, but I don't Dylan Dylan Roof is a special type of evil. That I don't know if any punishment, honestly, is is appropriate for like the pain he caused an entire community because I, I don't, I think in the end, this is what he wanted to happen. Like, I think he wanted to be, to do what he did and then be this infamous name that will always be remembered. I don't think he went in expecting that he could live forever. I don't think he expected to be, to still be here this long. I think his entire motivation was to do this and to be a name that will always be remembered. Um, I think it would have hurt him most if he just would have faded into obscurity and nobody ever mentioned him again.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I also have uh, conflicting issues with the death penalty just because like, there's been plenty of black people that have unfairly and unjustly received the death penalty. And I, I also do have a, I guess, an issue with how prison is um, done in this country where it's just like, what, well, you go to prison, you're going to get raped, you're going to you know, get your ass beat all the time. But there, there's no, like... Uh,
0: rehabilitation. Retro-
1: rehabilitation. Like, that doesn't appear to happen in this country, where it's just like, you go to jail, you get out of jail, and you're worse than what you went in, and that's not how it should be. But like Rev is saying, there's certain things that you do and that you... I guess when you talk to these people and you kind of try to understand... What they were coming from, and what they were trying to do, and you know where they come from, and there's a lot of there's a lot of factors that lead up to this. But at the end of the day, this dude knew what he was doing, and he had a plan. And there's I don't I don't believe there's any rehabilitation for this. If they were just like, hey, you're just gonna do life in prison, I mean, I, I'd be fine with that because that's an option. But I'm not I I am fine with the death penalty when it's for something like this, to where it's like. There's no redeeming qualities about this person at this point. And I don't think he can be redeemed or rehabilitated. But that doesn't mean I don't think other people should uh, should not be rehabilitated. I think people in prison should be able to, you know, get an education, get a job, learn a trade. Um, I think people in prison should have access to Twitter, but that's just me. But, you know.
0: Well, they, you know, they be on Instagram heavy now. <laughs> <laughs> they be in the reels. What? No, wait, you don't. What? Wait a second. What part of Instagram are you on? Story time. I know a dude that I went to high school with for a little bit. He's about 2 years older than me. He went to jail for like a pretty heinous crime. And he's still in jail. He's supposed to get out soon. But he was rapping make it. he got a whole TikTok account. I wish I remember the um the handle because I used to look at it all the time. They was in there doing like um like making food and he be like he up on all the trends his whole his instagram is pretty current like he knows what's going on and he's always in the reels the pe- people in jail be having access okay prison they be having access and they know what's going on <laughs> that's wild that's honestly crazy let me see can find his, his jail handle never mind i don't want to get him in trouble never <laughs> yeah
1: don't get his phone taken away <laughs> <That's right.
0: laughs>
1: are they doing the crate challenge in prison probably where are they getting the crates there? I can't find crates now, and I'm free.
0: How are uh, they find do them in prison? Crates from, so. That's some wild shit, man.
4: So King Quest said, um, y'all heard about the black dude who killed the lady, uh, whatever her name is, Babbitt, uh, and how he's been into hiding ever since that day. I can imagine so. The white people probably on his ass for real. He just you know, did an
0: interview did. I haven't had a chance to watch. Um, but I, I am interested to hear, you know, what he's talking about, because I'm like you said, I'm I'm pretty sure he's had to be very cautious uh, because even though he did what he did and it was justified. Um, people don't want to hear that. The people of a, a certain hue don't want to hear that.
1: Yeah, probably. I, I, I would be keeping a low pro- profile like you, you. We don't know who agrees with what those terrorists did at the capitol like Mm -hmm. you think that you know like what those supporters look like you think they look a certain way but they're also you know doctors bankers lawyers high earning people that you maybe wouldn't suspect so if i was him i would be real low profile like you could like they're trying to make this woman this terrorist into some sort of hero so nah, I I don't I wouldn't be out here like I'm not he's not going on Jimmy Kimmel, you know what I'm saying? Like the guy, I don't know if y'all remember the uh, the the black dude that stopped the uh, Waffle House shooter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he was he got he was at like an award show, I think. He I remember uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman actually shouted him out for you know for doing all that. So he was doing that run. This guy is not doing that. He sh- and he shouldn't. I've always said I'm sad leave the country. It ain't okay. worth it.
0: Leave the country like Kendrick left the rap game for four years. <laughs> <So,
1: laughs> That's good. So uh, yeah, so Kendrick did come back uh, with a uh, song with uh, his his artist slash cousin, uh, Baby Keem, and he's an artist like I I've heard of, but I haven't really like got into that much. It's a song called Family Ties, and it's his third single off his upcoming album. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kendrick, Kendrick is back. Like this is this is a thing where I don't think we're going to be waiting that long for an album from him. Like he last week he came out with that note where he was just like, "Hey, I've been out here living life, not being on my phone," blah blah blah. And then this week, okay, here's a verse on a on a single from one of my artists, and I would guess by. No later than probably November, we'll probably have an album from him. Unlike two other artists of his ilk that are going back and forth, deciding, "Oh, do I want to drop today, tomorrow? I don't know. This is this week. Is it this week? Uh, I don't know." They're doing a lot of punk faking, but uh, yeah, the uh, I like the song. The song was great.
0: Yeah, uh, I listened to his verse. I thought it was cool. It's, it's, it's what you've, what we've come to expect from a Kendrick verse. Um, I'm interested to see if his own project will follow this sort of content matter, I guess. Um, just because I read his letter and he said that he's experienced a lot of grief and loss in this time away. So, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to know what that is because he's very private. So it could have been a number of things um, and just how that'll inform his music. But I think as I think Kendrick, when you mentioned those other two artists, I think Kendrick is an artist that's very sure of himself and he don't move unless he got a plan. He's not one of them artists that like will start recording the album and be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna put this out in three months with no other uh, plan in sight. So and with his exit from TDE soon, I, I'm more than willing to bet that when Kendrick say he gonna drop, he he mean he gonna drop.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'd be almost willing to bet that his album's already done. I yeah, think it's al-
0: been done for a while, honestly.
1: Yeah, I think his album's done. I think all his music videos and visuals, I think they're all shot in the can. They're probably still being edited and, and doing whatever that they, they do with those. But I think Kendrick, everything that he's done, I think everything is done. Album, all that stuff is done. And if he's going to be on this album like talking shit like he was on this song, I, I I'm for that. I'm for him coming out here. And it's, like you said, it's been like four years since he put out a proper solo album. So... If he's out here, just like, hey, y'all must have forgot who I am and what I do and who I am as a rapper, as a lyricist. I am in people's top five all time already. So I'm going to come out here and I'm just going to take the crown back, essentially. Like, all all you people, you know, putting out uh, your little albums that go platinum with no features, get the fuck out of my face. Your little, you know, uh, trendy dance moves and catchy, you know, sing-along songs, get that the fuck out of here. I'm an all-timer here this is a different type of level of rapping that I am doing that you are not doing. And if he is going to come with that energy, I'm for it. Cause he's not, he's, he doesn't really do that that often. Like he does like more conceptual albums. I think, damn, he got a little bit more into the shit talking, but I want him to get out here and just like talk his shit. And with this being his last TDE album, I'm hoping that even after he is off of TDE, that he still works with TDE artists but if not, I would love to hear another a, a Black hippie song. Like I feel like we deserve a song with him, Schoolboy, Absol, and J Rock on the same song. Like if if this is our last opportunity to get that, I feel like he needs to put that on there.
0: Yeah, I hope this album, uh, whatever it is, I hope it is. I I don't want people to get too caught up in the hype of it. Like I want people to to appreciate the album for what it is, which, which is another what is this that'll be Kendrick's fourth studio album um i just i want them to appreciate it and not get caught up in the hype because i know that's what's going to happen with Kanye and drake i know people are going to get caught up in the wait and they're going to get caught up in the uh um, anticipation and maybe overlook or you know what happens with drake lyrics as soon as they hit the tl like you know of course drake has five classic albums so um, at least
1: at the very least
0: i hope that i'm excited for kendrick's album and i I know that I personally want to, like, quell my excitement and kind of, like, not, you know, give it too much and then, you know, ultimately let myself down because of unrealistic expectations.
1: Well, and, and a lot of those unrealistic expectations come from Twitter for me. That, and that, that has happened to me before where I got on Twitter before I listened to something. And I'm not saying Twitter changed my mind, but Twitter raised my expectations or lowered my expectations for somewhere. I was like, oh, well, this is going this has to be great. And i listened listen to it. I'm like, okay, this is fine. But, like, I don't know. So with this song, like, I knew it was coming out. And I was like, I'm not staying up. Like, I'll listen to it in the morning. So when I got up, I kind of went about my morning, did what I needed to do. But I didn't get on Twitter until after I watched the video. Then I listened to the song. And then I listened to it one more time just to really, you know, catch the vibe, make sure I didn't miss nothing or whatever. And then I went to Twitter to see what Twitter was talking about. And then, you know, it's just the usual suspects where there's some people who are just like, well, this is the greatest song of all time. This is a, this is a verse of the year, blah, blah, blah. Then there's other people who are just like, well, Kendrick's back here doing the rapid rap, changing my voice. My last stuff. It's like, okay, well, you know, you you gotta, you gotta kind of stay somewhere in the middle. Like I like the song. I think the song is great. Uh, I think, uh, people aren't talking enough about what baby keen did on the, on the record. I thought he rapped his ass off on there and I did it. And for him, this is this is kind of what you want because after I heard this song, it kind of made me go back and like, all right, well, what what else has this guy done? Let me go listen to some of his other songs and see if he has any other music out there. So I, I did I did do that. So I I don't know. I just
2: <laughs> so real quick. Was that like a Fortnite dance he was doing, or Dude,
1: that was like, funny. I'm not gonna lie. Gonna I laughed after? out loud. Yeah,
2: so that, <laughs> that either was a Fortnite dance or it's going to be on Fortnite suit. I I hope he uh gets you know royalties for that or something like that. Cause I was like, bro, what is so it, it was a bit distracting. I'm like, are you rap it, but like, bro, what are you are you on like do you need Adderall or like what's what's going
1: mm-hmm. on? You know that like,
0: like, you know how kids be like. Look at me. And then that's the type yeah. of stuff. <laughs> yeah. my,
1: my kids do that at four o'clock in the morning. So I was like, I've oh, seen that no. before. I've seen that before. I know that dance. <laughs> yeah. Why Uh-oh. are you in your bed doing that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for all that Kendrick has to put out. And uh, shout out to the people that don't like or don't think that um, To Pimp a Butterfly was a great
1: album. But well, that's yeah, something that. there. The, the thing is with like with Kendrick is, there are people that listen to his music and they're just like, you know, that was just okay. That was just an okay verse. Like that wasn't just an okay verse. That was a great verse. Like I'm not I'm not going to say it's the best verse of 2021, but it was a it was a great verse. But a lot of people will try to downplay his lyrical ability, and I think that for him, it's it's a lot of white people propping him up a lot of the times a lot of you know the white hip-hop journalists will be like well kendrick lamar is uh he's the, the, the voice of black america and he's speaking for the youth of the urban environment they're just like i'm gonna hear that from you like you can't say that like nobody wants to read that about nobody wants to read that from you tanner like just chill out sit this one out so a lot of people tend to like not try to knock kendrick down a level because of that but you you have to listen to it, understand, digest what he's saying, and understand, like, hey, everybody ain't rapping like that. And that's not a shot at Drake or J. Cole or, or Kanye or Jay-Z or whoever, whoever you whoever you like. But we're not going to sit here and, like Revel said, we're not going to sit here and, like, just downplay what he does. Like, we're going, we need to appreciate what he has given us. And that's not just with Kendrick. That's with, with Drake, Kanye, J. Cole, all these other people. Like, yeah, people got their agendas to push on the timeline. People got to you know, stand up for their faves and all that stuff, but give people their credit also. Like J Cole put out a great album. Uh, well, he's one of the Tyler the Creator put out a great album. Nas put out a great album. Like they might not be your faves, but we're not going to sit here and act like the music was trash either.
4: I thought the verse was uh, was very good. It was very much needed for the times uh, to kind of reintroduce himself uh, after a four year hiatus. I mean, it's always good to be able to drop a hot 16 so um, if you haven't heard it it'll definitely get you prepared and get you revitalized and re-energized for the next uh, Kendrick project or anything like that so that's always good I know for me personally I'm waiting for the Donda I'm waiting for CLB you know and I'm waiting for whatever Kendrick drops too because any one of those is must see TV it's must listen music so as soon as they drop it I'll be right on it
1: same okay. Well, those those two uh, albums are going to be dropping at the same time, and we'll definitely we're definitely going to talk about it next week when um, they both drop. Oh no, it, no, they're coming out. Like Drake had a uh, apparently he put out a commercial during like a Sports Center ad, so this this album's coming out. And I, I actually was wondering if are we going to get another single from Drake because we haven't had a single in almost a year. So, I mean, the album at this point is supposed to be coming out this Friday.
0: Don't put no more singles. I don't... Drake, I don't know if you listen to this. Probably not. You're probably bathing in the finest champagne and strawberry syrup. But I want to tell you, (laughs) don't put another single out. I don't want to hear it unless it's part of a full album. Keep it.
1: What he should do is instead of, like... Everybody thinks Certified Lover Boy is coming out this Friday... That should just be the name of the single, Certified Lover Boy, so Kanye will drop his album. Cause that's 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 like this is this is the worst kept secret in rap right now. The idea that Kanye is not dropping his album because he's doing tweaks and he's doing all these he's not doing any of that shit. He's waiting on Drake because they got they got something still that they need to work out, you know.
0: Didn't stream a little of Donda or all of Donda the other day?
1: Yeah, but it's different now. It's totally, like, uh, apparently he, he, some verses have been removed, some verses have been added. So the the album has been changed. And one thing I, I did think, and I, I'm not one of those people, like, I'm not staying up till midnight to watch you perform this album live. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing the stream stuff. I, I, I want to hear the album when it's available, when it's done and good to go. And I can open my album music and it's there. But... I feel like Kanye West is the type of artist to do it like this to where he's just like, you know what, I'm just going to for, you know, I don't know what number he has in his head, say for six weeks, I'm just going to go to different cities and just stream it live. And the only way you can hear it is on this live stream or in person, seeing me do whatever it is that he is doing and then never put it on streaming platforms. Because that is something that would uh I don't want to say like live on an in infamy, but that's something that people would talk about for a long time. Where it's just like it was a moment in time. Like, were you there when Kanye was doing his Donda stuff? The streams. Did you catch the stream? Did you hear uh, you know, last week Jay-Z was on a song? Now this week Jay-Z's not on the song. Last week, you know, he had this feature. Now he's got this, and now it's just totally different. And now, you know. After the six weeks is over, Donna's just gone. It's just nothing. No more performing it. Not on streaming services. It's just nowhere. And I feel like Kanye is one of those artists who would think to do like, this would be something that something that someone has never done before. So I could see him doing that. I wouldn't like it, but I could see yeah. him doing it.
2: I'm not gonna lie, but all the, all the streaming, it's just kind of give me pause for when the album actually drops because I feel like there's a lot A lot going on. I'm like, dude. At this point, just give us the music, man. I don't don't need all this extra stuff. Um, Apparently, he made he's made like 12 million dollars off these Donda tours from like merch and stuff like that. So, again, I I guess you're finessing the bag. Even on how much 12 million dollars resonates to Kanye West at this point in his career. But I mean, money is money, and he's got he's got kids to feed. You know, probably divorce he's got to pay for. Um, But it'll be interesting. I know the whole tweet thing going on like oh which one are you gonna do first Kanye West or Drake and like oh yeah the timeline is gonna tell you it's Kanye West but you know the numbers the numbers are gonna tell the truth. Like come on what are, what are we doing? Why do why does everything have to be this or that? Just enjoy great rap music and great artists and, and keep it pushing but um,
0: I think people like to infuse com- competition in every little thing. Like there's there's competition in all things. Um and people just love the the supposed sport of which one of your, even though uh, we have no personal investment in these, these, this music and the money that comes from them, people like to, to pit their faves against each other for the spirit of competition for some reason.
2: Well, the Aubrey's angels are kind of, kind of big to that, but, um, you know, they're, they're a special, special breed of people, but anywho, speaking of special breeds of people, which this transition has nothing to do with that, but Spider-Man trailer, right? So i think two weekends ago while we we're doing the podcast i think it got leaked or quote unquote leaked and then they put out the real one and again there's been a lot of fan theories people were excited that the the idea of the the multiverse where we could see toby mcguire and uh, garfield's character the other spider Man, the amazing spider-man and then other spider-man um and again i've said this before in the podcast a while ago but with this next phase of Marvel movies I'm kind of just leaning off looking up anything like I want to be generally surprised when I go to the theater um that trailer didn't really wow me I'm not gonna lie it was cool but it was oh my just, god no, I'm, I'm, I'm dead I serious love- so, like,
1: it was it was it not was cool one there work. was no there was not a single wow moment in that trailer for you not one <laughs> Mm-hmm. you're that's cat man come not, on
2: it's, it's, it's really not it's one of those things where it's like i i hear i hear so much and see so much theories on the timeline it's just like all right cool like we kind of know what's coming but like there's nothing in that trailer that maybe was like all right cool like the the big i guess reveal we're waiting for is the quote-unquote sinister six or the the other Tobey mcguire or the other spider-man's gonna show up or whatever which is cool but i honestly hope that Marvel they do all those things but I hope there is a bigger reveal because everybody's essentially guessed or predicted these things are going to happen. So I feel that with that trailer it was enough to kind of get, you know, people a little bit of what they wanted, but I hope they left out a lot. Kind of like with the uh Infinity War trailer where they had the the photoshop of, you know, the big shot of everybody running towards the screen like the Hulk and all that stuff and then that shit never happened, right? I hope there's a lot of that as these trailers start to come out because they can do a lot with this movie like there can be a lot of cool things that come from it but i want those moments in the theater where i'm generally shocked like i know that there's possibly going to be the other spider-man but like give me something bigger than that where people are like oh shit i never even thought this was a possibility i didn't think this could happen or i didn't see this coming like give me something new again i've been big into you know prior to waiting for you know the last chapter in the uh, first uh, saga with the uh, end game doing research and looking at videos and all that shit i'm done with that like i i just want to be surprised like i want to see something cool i don't want to know all the backstory i'll do that stuff after the fact but like just just show me something new,
1: wow me you know get off the internet I feel like yeah, I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna be honest <laughs> even, i don't, I don't think there's gonna be any amount of like staying away from theories and things that is gonna have you wowed when you get to the theater i think the path for marvel forward is pretty cut and dry um there's going to be a multiverse and then there's going to be i think we have to remember that scrolls are in the mix here um so there's going to be somebody who's a scroll who we didn't um anticipate Uh, i don't know how true it is but people are always going to point to mephisto i have theories on mephisto's involvement in all this um but i just think to your point i I don't that's the one i saw today. i was like damn I don't know if Marvel has the capability to wow us anymore in terms of like unseen storylines. I think the wow factor for them just comes with what you get to see on screen in terms of special effects and CGI when they take the time to do it right. Um, and like the occasional cameo, which you probably well, are the cameo is going to be.
4: <laughs> so I'm going to do like I normally do and disagree with you. Uh, my good friend, Rev. There is something that they can do. And I think that contract, you know, kind of comes up at uh, 2022 or somewhere in there. But if they can somehow not bring all, but if they can bring one X-Men. Well, that's true.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree. It, it, I feel like that would be a huge surprise, especially. if with- You muted yourself <laughs> or you were muted by south breeze
2: no it wasn't me
0: (laughs) oh you muted yourself yeah i i give
2: me give me give me a a fantastic four reference remember
0: i think there is a fantastic something that we maybe i don't want to say missed but they just didn't really talk about the end of far from home where he goes spider-man it's if this isn't a spoiler like the movie's been out for like three years or two years so um at the end when he's flying through right before he's Reveal his identity is revealed by J. Jonah Jameson on the Jumbotron in the city. He flies through a converted Avengers Tower, and people are speculating that maybe it's Richard's Tower. Like that's where the, fan- the Fantastic Four now have this tower, and they're there. Of course, they're not ever mentioned, but then there's a spot where it says, We can't wait to see you in the future, or something like that. And it's phase one, two, three, and then a question mark for four. People think that could be for the Fantastic Four. Um, but I, I do agree. It'd be dope if we got some sightings of Reed. We already got Nathaniel Richards in the universe in a roundabout way, so it'd be dope if we got Reed in the Fantastic Four.
1: I, for me, with with Marvel, I think one of the things that is uh, annoying with what they do with their trailers is I do think that they show too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I've been um, they've put out, and maybe it's different because of the pandemic, and they're really trying to generate, you know. An audience but like the shane chi movie i feel like they've shown a whole lot and hopefully they've saved some stuff but they're showing a lot in those trailers i think in the spider-man trailer i think they should have saved either the doc ock reveal Mm -hmm. or the uh, green goblin reveal i feel i feel like they should have saved one or one of those like they shouldn't gave us both of those Uh, another thing about the movie the i think tom holland and the spider-man movies are great um my issue is i'm kind of tired of him always having like a father figure slash mentor to guide him through whatever he's going through like uh far from or yeah far from home it was tony stark essentially being his mentor father figure essentially there's an uncle ben like character in every movie and and, then uh the uh the second one It was Rey Mysterio and Sam Jack and not Rey Rey, Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Mysterio. (laughs) 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 Yes, Rey
2: Mysterio. (laughs) You got the wrong download, sir.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Teaching him the six by nine and all that stuff, but like having Mysterio and. Fury being his, you know, mentors and guys throughout that movie, and now it seems like in this movie it's going to be Doctor Strange. It's going to be his mentor, father figure, kind of leading him through the movie again. So it's like, I know I said this after the second one. I was like, okay, so for the third Spider-Man movie, what I would really like to see from this character is for him to be able to stand on his own too, and to like make his own decisions, do his own thing. Like, hey, I like 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 Doctor Strange said in the in the, in the trailer, we saved half the universe together. Like, Spider-Man was a part of that. He was a part of it. He was in Endgame. He he fought against Thanos. He did, a, he did a lot of good stuff out there. He should be able to do these. He should be able to make his own decisions. He should be able to handle things. And the last thing I'd like to see out of this movie is, now that everybody knows who he is, he needs to have some sort of loss. Like, something needs to happen to him where he loses something, he loses a friend, he loses a family member, not like you lost Tony Stark. That wasn't your fault. This is your fault. You fucked this up. Your identity got revealed because you trusted Rey Mysterio. So you should have to suffer the consequences. It shouldn't be a thing where, oh, well, people are taking pictures of me at school. I can't go to the mall by myself. It shouldn't be that type of inconvenience that makes you wanna go to Doctor Strange and do this. It should be, hey my aunt got killed because the Green Goblin was trying to get to me. So he killed my aunt or he killed Ned. Like I'm looking at Ned. Ned needs to go. Ned's got to die. I'm sorry. I, actually, like,
0: I do. When you mentioned Dr. Strange and Peter needing to stay on his own, I actually do think that and having him having like a guiding light, I actually don't think that Dr. Strange is going to be his guiding light. Um, I don't, just a part of me, and I know this is probably like Mephisto 2.0 and WandaVision, but I really don't think that that doc the, the doc the Doctor Strange we see is the Doctor Strange that we're used to. I don't, it's just something about I know that Stephen Strange as a as just a person is very arrogant and he thinks that he, <laughs> he thinks he'd be <laughs> cripping and he, <laughs> he's, uh, he's able to kind of circumvent the rules at all times, but it's just something about the way that that we saw him in the trailer, that the way he like delivered lines and told Peter, like we saved half the universe together. Or when he told, uh, when he and Peter first met and he told Peter, you know, to call him Dr. Strange. And now it's, oh, you don't have to call me sir anymore. You can call me whatever. I don't, it's just something about this that it makes me feel like Dr. Strange isn't who he is. Um, But I do agree that we saw a lot. The Doc Ock reveal I think would have been good without the Green Goblin reveal um for this to be the first trailer i think that it was pretty comprehensive and they don't need any more trailers if they release anymore no. they, they basically put the entire movie out there uh and it's not, uh, for august and this movie drops on christmas like this this wasn't uh, a teaser trailer this is a full theatrical trailer yeah
1: yeah know. if this is a teaser trailer what else are you going to show us on the next right. one because you showed a lot you gave you gave away like pretty much the storyline uh, there was at least two Spider-Man suits in there. We've Ooh, seen cool. uh, two uh, heroes from different universes, or there's actually a third one in there. Uh, like, how much more are you going to show? And I think it's—I feel like it's the reason why I want Spider-Man to endure some some sort of loss, because based on the trailer, this whole premise of how the multiverse is opened. Seems a bit corny where it's just like, hey, I'm going to go to Doctor Strange as a, you know, young kid still. And I'm going to convince the Sorcerer Supreme to cast this spell that Wong is like, hey, dog, don't do that shit. It's too you're doing too much. Don't do this. Oh, no, no, no. Peter Parker is going to convince me to do this. And I'm going to fuck it up because he convinced like he's one. you're supposed to be the smart one. You're a doctor. You're an actual doctor and now you're, you know, a Sorcerer Supreme and you're going to let a high schooler convince you to do this spell because he doesn't want people to know he's Spider-Man? Move the fucking
0: California, kid. Get out like, of here. Part of me feels like this is some sort of illusion. Like, this doesn't... It just doesn't... possibility. It, it doesn't feel like real life for Doctor Strange to be so easily swayed by this. For somebody who's set... It who
1: does. Sat- it's, he's so, it seems like it's like, hey, uh, uh, my friend's at school, know I'm Spider-Man. Can you change that? <laughs>
0: like, right. Like, this is the guy who sat and like really went through 14 million different realities before he was like, I'm going to give away the time stone. And then all it took was Peter Parker being like... Yeah, so what you doing on Wednesday for him to <laughs> open the multiversal portal and, like, continue with the spell after he asked Peter, like, don't say anything else. You're tampering with the spell. Be quiet. Like, he continued with the spell be- knowing the repercussions of Peter continuing to speak. So I don't – part of me just feels like this isn't Dr. Strange behind this. Um, I could be wrong. It could be all Dr. Strange and he's just a, a, a dummy. It's <laughs> yeah, so always know. a
1: possibility. It
0: just – I think what what Marvel will do though is not give us either Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield. We probably won't see either one of them. I think we'll maybe just see like a setup for the Sinister Six instead. Um there's no reason for
1: there's no reason for those two to be in the trailer. Yeah. None whatsoever. Even even if 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 they're in the movie for just a cameo or if they have a bigger role, there's zero reason for them to be in the trailer. Honestly, there's no reason for them to drop another trailer. No, yeah, it should be none. Why? Why are we doing this? And I kind of do, I'm kind of buying the the theory that maybe Doctor Strange is not who we think he is because after, according to this, and it it could change, obviously, but after Spider-Man is when Doctor Strange 2 comes out. Mm -hmm. So things could be different, you know, maybe at the beginning. And this could be, this movie could be out of order. Like, maybe the events of this movie take place... um, Prior to what happens in Shang Chi, or it could happen prior to what happens in Doctor Strange 2. So, I mean, it, it, I kind of feel bad, kind of just uh,
0: it'd be skipping it'd be over Shang
1: Chi, but you know, we don't know it that be guy. Odd
0: if if this happens after those though, because it seemed like this movie is going to pick up directly after the last movie. Yeah, um, for sure. So, either of these things maybe happen, it would be, it happens, be at anyway.
1: the, happens at the same time. So how?
0: Concurrent like events, and Doctor Strange is off doing something else. But the Doctor Strange that we see in No Way Home is, you know, nefarious Doctor Strange. I,
1: I could see it being in this. I guess it, I don't know. If, we, we weren't really going to talk about this, but it could t- kind of tie into the the What If series. How um the last episode it takes place. Like a lot of people don't realize that Iron Man Two, The Incredible Hulk, and Thor One all mm-hmm. takes place around the same time. So maybe that could be what's going on here where yeah. uh Spider-Man and Doctor Strange 2 are happening at pretty much or even even Doctor Strange 2 might have taken place at the same time as Spider-Man the previous Spider-Man. So yeah. th- there could be some overlap and then we also we also have to to wonder if the events of Loki are going to be brought in or the events of WandaVision are going to be brought in or Falcon and Winter Soldier like are all of these do, do? that's the most important thing for me honestly do yep. those shows matter did what happened on those shows is that going to affect what's happening here cuz as of right now it hasn't
0: uh, i think I, that if any of those shows is going to come back and affect it'd be WandaVision um especially biggest... with being a nexus being and like that whole just like revelation of how powerful her realizing just how powerful she is i think if any of them come back It'd be WandaVision, but not in this movie. It'd be Doctor Strange too, because like you mentioned about Avengers and, and I'm sorry, Iron Man and and Thor and Incredible Hulk all all happening at the same time. It's the same later on in the MCU timeline where uh, Homecoming, Black Panther, and Doctor Strange are all happening at around the same time. Uh, It's like that period right after Civil War. So it's like 2016, maybe like the two or three months after Civil War, where Black Panther picks up directly after Civil War Homecoming also picks up directly after Civil War because uh Peter's being dropped off from that mission. Um and then Doctor Strange happens like in a weird spot in between all of those things. So and I I think a
1: lot of things could change between now and uh December when this movie comes out, because there are two movies that come like Shang Chi comes out um September and then The Eternals comes out before Spider-Man. So there could be a lot of things that happen and, and for, for Marvel, you know, everything is always connected. So we kind of have to see what happens in those first two mm-hmm. movies. And I from what I from what I understand, Shang Chi takes place, I think it starts around kind of like the same time, like the guy, the villain from Iron Man two, like his dad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh Shang Chi's dad is kind of it's kind of the same kind of story where he was back there doing his thing. And you know, it's you know, the sins of your father type deal. So, uh, hopefully, we'll see. I I, I think Shane Chi should be good. I hope it's good. I hope the Eternals are good.
0: Um, oh, the Eternals is I can already feel that's going to be amazing. It just I only say that because we don't know anything about the Eternals. Like, I'm sure if you're a comic book head, you know about the Eternals, but anybody uh, who's just a casual MCU watcher, you don't know anything. Yeah, and like the Eternals. When we talk about trailers, I think the Eternals has done a good job of like giving you the most like minute details in the movie, and that'll be a movie that really shocks and surprises. Um, maybe Spider Man's suffering just from the anticipation of it, and people like kind of already weaving in their theories. Yeah, uh, but if I had to choose a movie that I'm really excited for this year, it's definitely Eternals.
1: The Eternals is the one that's definitely most intriguing because I'm I'm a casual comic book person. I mostly watch the movies. I don't read the comics. So I, I, I'm going into this blind. Like, I'm going into this the same way I went into, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I didn't know nothing about that, but I enjoyed the movie. They did a good job with that. I I mean, it's not a hot take to, to say that, oh, I think The Eternals is probably going to be a good movie. You know, like, of course. I, I'm more, I, I would like to to understand who they are, where they came from, and what they have been doing. Like, why haven't you done anything why haven't you stepped in for any of these issues? And I would like to see where they're gonna go uh further, like how they um why why they will matter in the MCU going forward. And I, I kinda hope that uh that is Marvel's jumping off point into uh getting off of Earth. Like yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's I think we're it's time to stop having a lot of these movies earthbound based. Like I think Captain Marvel suffered from that. I think the first two Thors suffered from that. Like he was on earth way too much. He was he like Captain Marvel was on earth way too much. I want to see them out in space. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is not Guardians of the Galaxy. They spend all their time on earth. I think part of the success was them being out in space and doing weird space stuff and being on strange planets and meeting strange aliens and all that stuff. So I think they're gonna go in that direction with Thor, uh, obviously Guardians of the Galaxy, and hopefully with the Eternals, where it's just like, hey, we'll come back to Earth and check on what Spider-Man's doing later, or maybe what Black Panther's doing later. But for the most part, looking at the future of the MCU, there's really, I mean, Ant-Man and the Fantastic Four, I guess they'll be the Earthbound characters, but for the most part, I, I want us to, let's get weird, okay? Let's get weird.
0: I think, and this is probably the last thing I say on it, I think the Eternals, when you ask, like, why they weren't involved, I think the Eternals actually had their memory wiped and they've been living on Earth as, like, normal humans. Um, and I think that the uh, radiation or, like, the the energy from the snap kind of awakened them and, like... Include them in into what's really going on, so maybe that'll tie in. I do hope that Marvel uh, takes some chances and goes out into space more. I think the Eternals' role in the MCU will actually be to deal with Kang the Conqueror a little bit, uh, because I think Marvel has been very clear that like there are going to be other big bads, but like when you think of the biggest bad, I think it's going to be Kang the Conqueror and his just because of his ability to. Um, kind of conquer the multiverse. Like there are so many iterations of Kang that it, it just makes it good for good stories. And I, locking in Jonathan Majors and, and introducing him in Loki, I just think that just sets him up as being around for at least the next, at least through phase four, we'll see a lot more Jonathan Majors and I think the Eternals are here to, to deal with him. Um, and yeah, I mean, Marvel... Marvel has this thing where they're going to have to compete with themselves for a very long time. The first three phases of the universe were so good and just like something we'd never seen. And we've seen the model try to be copied by Sony and by, you know, other other uh, entities. But I, I think Marvel is now they don't have to compete with the phasing part of it. They have to just compete with everybody's attention at this point, like. Yeah. what's going to keep people coming back to the theaters. Black Widow wasn't it, and I don't think they were expecting Black Widow to be it. I honestly think Black Widow was just like a here, here you go. We should have given you this movie right after Winter Soldier, but we didn't. So our bad, here it is now. Um, but I, I think they got a good thing going. I think Ant-Man Quantumania will be a sleeper. I think all of the Ant-Man movies are sleepers honestly, because they're really first one, first one for sure. Yeah. So
1: And the second one matters in the grand scheme of things at that point. But right more.
0: I, I think that quantum mania is they i don't know why they use the the ant-man's uh films to tell so much important information um but they do and i i don't think quantum mania will be any different
1: <laughs> that's how they get you to see uh the movies with the the minor characters but i, I at some point we do or marvel does have they have to get past tony stark as a, like he can't be the reason for everything for every villain for every mishap he can't be the reason for everything going forward and i don't know how much longer we can keep going back to the snap or mm-hmm. the blip or however you want to call it like and after, at, at some point it has to be like all right that happened we're not bringing it up anymore that's not something that affects us now so we're going to you just we're going to move on like i kind of feel like every mcu movie starring a character that was involved in that the very next one they're going to bring it up like in spider-man 2 they brought up the blip i think in captain marvel 2 they're going to bring it up i think in black panther 2 they're going to bring it up and thor they'll most likely bring it up there too but i think for hopefully for like the next phase like when we get to like doctor strange and you know, maybe another WandaVision or whatever. Hopefully by that point, we're no longer having to live through that past and all that stuff. It's just like, all right, we get it. Because like, they stayed on that Tony Stark thing for three phases. Like, And also was- Marvel,
0: if Marvel isn't going to handle the real, like, moral consequences of killing half the universe and then bringing them back five years later, like, they won't really put their hands on, like, how is life really different like these people didn't come back to ideal circumstances people came back to found that find their spouses remarried or to find that the home that they grew up in isn't there anymore it's been demolished or to find that their parents had died like monica rambeau came back to find that her mom didn't exist anymore like there are yeah. real moral implications to bringing people back to a world that didn't exist five years ago and marvel just chooses to brush it off as like oh well everybody came back and it was hugs and kisses and like no they're <laughs> who, who face real life consequences from being well, gone that long
1: well like you said they did touch on it they touch on it on the tv shows but as of right now we don't know what those tv shows are necessary to, when it comes to watching the movies like if i go if i, I go see
0: soldier but it just didn't it didn't work <laughs> yeah
1: well i like i said i i feel like we need to see i i I don't think WandaVision and Loki is going to tie into shang chi That's just a mm-hmm. guess. I don't think it's gonna tie into the Eternals either. If if it if none of the shows tie into like even Spider-Man, like what was the point of these shows? Like, do we have to wait until Captain America 4 for, for these shows to matter? Or Doctor Strange 2 for these things to matter? Because that's almost two years from now. So, like you said, they, they did touch on like some of the moral um quandaries they had with the blip and all that on the tv shows but as of this point i feel like the tv shows are more of like a fan service for like the diehard fans like they just want more and more marvel content so we'll see where they go from there um i i am going to miss being able to just pay 30 dollars to watch the movie at home so Shang chi will be the first movie i go to theaters for which I don't know if I'm super excited about that because, man, like watching the movie at the house was lit. I enjoyed it; it was great. I didn't mind the third. I
0: didn't mind the thirty dollars. I was like, "Yes, yeah, it's fine. I can do this." I didn't pay thirty dollars for any of those films, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I never will. Sorry, like they're just not going to get thirty. If it was like it, it's really thirty thirty dollars being just an arbitrary number, why is it thirty dollars? <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's just a third. It's the thirty dollars I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they would. I
0: already it. pay you seven ninety nine a month for
1: this. Like,
0: that don't knock off some of the money. Like, come on, bro.
1: <laughs> Cause see a brand new movie though, you can see you, like, you can watch it like okay. Here, uh, let me try to sell you on paying the thirty dollars for one time. So with Black Widow, I paid the thirty dollars and I watched it that night. You know, it was cool, whatever. I got to watch it. And then like the next day I rewatched it with like the subtitles on. So I could if I missed something, I could just go back and do rewatch it. And I watched it again. I watched the movie like three times. I got three watches out of it at least. For no. thirty dollars, that's not that bad. And then you get subtitles. Like why you know, they were speaking Russian some of the movie. I didn't understand what they were saying. Subtitles.
0: Maybe I don't care enough about Natasha Romanov.
1: And like, maybe it was just her, but like Shang-Chi. I would pay thirty dollars to watch that at home. I would, easily. No, I wouldn't even think about it. They're like, "Hey, do you want to watch this at home? Thirty bucks." Yup.
0: I would risk my life and just pay twelve dollars at the matinee on a Tuesday.
1: But it's one. It's one time though. You only get one shot.
0: I'm not. I. I, I respect <laughs> the Shang Chi, but I don't plan on watching that again. Like it's got... <laughs> Um, an amazing movie for me to go back and watch that again. I don't ever plan on seeing Black Widow again. Black Widow was so bad that my mama, who watches all manner of foolishness, said, <laughs> "I ain't really like that." Wow! You know how bad a movie has to be for my mama to be like, "Nah, I'm good."
1: That's crazy.
0: She watched Best Tyler Perry movies.
1: Okay, that's okay. That's a that's a bad look though. That's definitely. She a bad
0: enjoys look. them. That's definitely <laughs>
1: so, a bad look but uh yeah so we're obviously we're looking forward to the marvel movies as always um i think we're gonna wrap here so uh make sure you guys uh, shout out to everybody that, sh- that was in the chat we always appreciate y'all for showing up south breeze uh, ac savage rev for always coming through um rate review on apple music soundcloud uh subscribe on youtube if we get to like 100 i guess south breeze is going to do the crate challenge or eat grits with sugar on it i guess gonna, I don't
0: know. Uh, on the crates he's gonna eat the, the sugar grits on the crates
1: yeah while doing the crate challenge eat the grits on the crates so um tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the to the podcast all that good stuff leave five stars review yada yada blah blah blah
0: i'd like to say rest in peace chabot bozeman it has been one year a mm. full year um since chabot bozeman passed um and the what if episode really made me realize how much like i just miss hearing him talk um he's one of those people who had really like really great perspectives on like any topic so i definitely miss that um i really wish you guys would hold true to what you said about not picking on people for their appearances after that like i think we forgot so quickly um so maybe we could just all get back to that um, but yeah, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, Uh love and light to his family, his mom, his dad, his brothers, his wife, um, his friends, and all his loved ones.
1: Yeah, RIP to a real one. So with that, we out. I don't know how to turn this off. So
0: Mr. McNasty, we need your to- assistance.
1: <laughs> Someone cut this thing off. I'm just I'm just gonna leave it. I'm gonna just hit the leave video oh, yeah. button. So appreciate it again.